Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Shazam! Fury of the Gods for you. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Strange with him for this brand new DCEU film, directed again by returning director from the first film, David S. Sandberg, and returning writer, Henry Gaiden, along with Chris Morgan of the Fast and Furious fame, wrote this one together. Oh, is that where they referenced it? Mm, and it's okay. produced by Peter Safran, who is one of the new duo who's taken over head honcho status at the DCEU. So is this the first one, Paul? Not Technically, really. not really, because it was made before the fucking change yeah. of the guard. But. So he wasn't appointed as this was being made. This happened way afterwards. So, Well, that happened way afterwards. But it's, well, I guess we'll talk about whether it's a, mm-hmm. a harbinger of what to... Harbinger? Harbinger, harbinger of what harbinger, is to come. Yeah. Yes. Stars Zachary Levi, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazier, Rachel Zegler, Adrian Adam, Brody, sorry, Ross Butler, Megan Good, Lucy Liu, Jelman Honsu and Helen Mirren. I think that covers everybody of significance. It's 130 minutes long. Surprisingly, the budget, not as much as I thought, maybe. What do you reckon? Hmm. Shazam. CGI. Not that many stars. Helen Mirren, though. How about how about 70? It's $100 million. Shit. All right, right, yeah. Given that these things usually run somewhere between 150 yeah, yeah. to 200, I guess this is DC. Shazam is mid. Is mid yeah, DC. it's definitely sort of. Yeah. And David F. Sandberg, who I like as a director, really only did one major sort of horror film before he came in to do. Shazam, so yeah. Hmm. All right, Wayne, what is this one about? Okay, Uh, we just came back from the movie, by the way, like 40 seconds ago kind of thing, so uh, I'm just going to read one. Bestowed with the power of the gods, Billy Batson and his fellow foster kids are still learning how to juggle teenage life with their adult superhero alter egos, but when a vengeful vengeful trio of ancient gods arrives on Earth and in search of the magic stolen from them long ago, Shazam and his allies get thrust into a battle for their superpowers, their lives, and of course the fate of the world. The longest synopsis ever, but well done. You got there it in was, the end. It looked like four lines on the page, but dear God, it took a while. So sorry. <laughs> the critical reviews are none because we literally are not allowed to release this until hours after you record it. So mm-hmm. that's not going to be a problem, but we've got no reference point. It hasn't taken any money because it hasn't actually come out yet. So that's how early it is. So a big thanks to Universal Studios on behalf of Warner Brothers Pictures for getting us into this one early on uh, to Evie and Beck. Thanks very folks. much for the Loving invite. All right, then Wayne. Let's hear about it. Non-spoilers to begin, because this, well, for every every review we do, is non-spoilers to begin. Right. What do you think of Shazam! Fury of the Gods? Okay, so uh, how long was the poll? Two hours, Two ten hours, minutes? Two hours, ten. Two minutes? Okay. Uh, so Shazam! Fury Shazam. of the Gods. <laughs> Thank you. Now, in terms of the Shazam of all of the, 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 the DC-ness, right? Shazam has always been like this kind of, like James Gunn himself said, it's off to the side. It doesn't really have a lot to do with a lot of the other things like Justice League and things like that. So, fine, okay? This is supposed to be not self-contained, but somewhat contained. I think the movie was fine. Yep. I think I the movie along with was that. fine. There's a lot of winks and nods to the camera, which is fine because this is supposed to be the funny property. This is supposed to be the sort of, yeah. the, 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 you know, the kind and of... To be fair, there's some laughs. There are some laughs. There's some good moments. There's some good dire- uh, delivery of lines. I don't think that many of them hit, though. So I'd say one third maybe hit. Here's what happened. Just that our studio, our audience was pretty quiet through most of this thing. I was laughing, but I was the guy. I'm always the guy who laughs. Yeah, right? trust, so, that is true. Um, but like, uh, okay, so here's what the thing is. In the first film, Freddy, the Adam, the alter ego of yep. fucking what's his name, the OC, what's his name, Adam, Adam Brody. Adam Brody, right. That kid was the best thing about the first movie, I thought, because all of his gags were these awkward, awkward gags, and he had a lot of like a lot of lines basically to do that in. Now, he here he's like he's not got as many funny lines, and he's grown up a bit, so he's not as adorable. So that's a potential <laughs> issue, you know. He's like, oh, he's awkward in front of girls and stuff like that's fine, that's fine. It wasn't bad, right? But there wasn't as as much of it. The Billy Batson kid, I still fucking hate him. 
I fucking hate that kid. It's almost barely in it because you've obviously got Zachary Levi as, as not the biggest star in the film, like you said, Helen Mirren and everything, and everything else. Yeah, but, but exactly, it's Zachary Levi it's, film. Whereas most of the other kids are kids for a fair amount of the film, whereas he's pretty much Zachary Levi or Shazam. Well, I, I the reckon whole time. They, they know that he's crap because because <laughs> I just think that I don't know what it is, but first of all, in the first Shazam, my big issue was. The way he played that character, or the way they directed him, I don't know, what wrote him, whatever, doesn't feel like Shazam. Shazam feels like a completely different happy guy, whereas Billy Batson is like this little sort of emo kid, right? Okay, I believe you, because I've never read it, not into Shazam. No, no, yeah. the, the movie, the first movie. Yeah, about, like, but how do you know he's a happy guy, lucky guy? Oh, you mean... Because Shazam when feels he, when like... When Shazam, when he grew yeah, up, but, oh, when he's Zachary Levi. See, and that's the thing, with the, all the other family members, they are kind of the same, like the little bubbly girl who wears purple when she becomes a superhero, she's mm. like, ha ha, and that sort of thing, when she goes... You know the Asian, the token Asian dude, and then the token Hispanic dude, and stuff. They're kind of the same, all right? Uh, even the girl, the hot girl. There's only six of them, so you know. I'm not sure you, you're well, all of those, one. but but yeah. all of those guys, you can tell which the other one. Even the, the the Hispanic guy is kind of quiet when he's a superhero, so he's mm. the same guy. But Billy Batson is still different. So for me, I'm like, I don't even like your face. I just don't like that guy. I don't like his performance. Yeah, they do it. Inter- no, we have to wait for sports for that. Yeah, part. okay, okay. Anyway, moving on then. I think the film was reasonably well directed. It looked pretty glossy and, and the like. I think David Zambo's got a pretty good eye, but it is such a CGI fest again, and it's much better a film That's... than Black Adam. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I say much better. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking half a star, a star. I'm not saying it's like, oh, this is amazing, but it has a story for starters, whereas Black Adam just sort of felt like this kind of just. <laughs> CGI fest with the rock throwing punches at shit. Black Adam was, let's introduce Justice Society mm. and Hawkman, who is just, uh, no one really knows what his powers are. And then the, again, punchy, punch, punch. Yeah, whereas this one, okay, there's a MacGuffin. There was a MacGuffin in that one too. I guess Black Adam himself was always a MacGuffin. But in this one, yeah, the stakes and all the rest of it, the characters are a bit more, bit more lived in. They, a couple of them have an arc, which is nice. Whereas, yeah, so to compare the most recent releases from DCU, this is a better one. And this is the better. Best superhero film we've got so far this year. It's much better than fucking Quantumania or Quantumpania, <laughs> as I've taken to calling it. Because Quantumpania was painful. Look, I think I had a slightly better time in Quantumania, but um, yeah, I think your score reflects that. Yeah, but not. It's not so much that. Um, but that one was that one was sort of quite serious. Do you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be is very canonical, kind of like in what it's. Oh this, yeah, it's meant to set up all of Phase Five. Right. This here is very fairy Shazam, and it's and it should be taken as such. So there's definitely that adjustment to make. Okay. I would say that one thing I noticed about the film is there's a lot of exposition in a cave kind of thing. Like there's like um, they, yeah. they talk, it's it's talky, and I get it. It's plot and so on. But there is a lot of the the, the, the five kids talking about, well, superheroes, six kids. six kids, whatever, talking about this, and that has to happen, and this happens, and then they find these. I don't, is the door, is, is that lair in the first one? I don't, I don't remember. Don't remember. I can't remember. I was sitting there going, what the fuck is this? This is cool. I thought it was under the house or some shit. It's not. So that is quite cool. Well, it lair. was under the house, wasn't it? Their, their lair. Because that's how. Oh, it, that's the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're lair, right. You know what I mean? Their base. Yeah, but like, the, well, it just happens to be under the, the, the house. How did this ha- What's going on here? Like, I don't know. Okay. All right. So fine. I assume one of the doors in the house went to that place. Hence oh, the, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Okay, good. Um, I think I found the original more charming, I would say, because I expected nothing from the original. Yeah, exactly. And not that I expected much from this one, to be honest. It's not like it was on my anticipated films of the year list or anything along those lines. It's more just to see what they do, because they obviously, they do actually, shall we just say, there's, there's you know, yeah, be very careful. Hurt. Yeah, okay. There's just a little, spoilers. There's a, a tie back. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, look, let me, let's talk about the villains for a second. Yeah, which they're all over the trailer, so you know that they are gods who are the villains in this particular one. That's it's right. Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Yep. And yeah, look, it's fine. Their, their shtick's fine. Helen Mirren doesn't have much to do. Here it is. Lucy <laughs> Liu got a little bit more to do, but not that much either. Look, she's a hell of a. Helen Mirren is a get. 
Okay, you could put Helen Mirren in your movie, and it's like, what? Helen Mirren's in it. It made me more interested, for sure. Right? Yeah, sure. Lucy Liu, I disliked. Um, I did not enjoy watching her as a villain. I didn't think like I don't. I don't know what it was, but it didn't do yeah, anything didn't, for me. What well, didn't bother me at all. Um, still a fine-looking woman. Yeah, Paul's got the fucking persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the the it's the movie itself is bigger in scope than I was expecting, so that's good. I thought it was gonna be a bit more Shazami. With mm. his just Mark, Mark Strongy kind of like one yeah. bad guy kind of yeah yeah. So I think ultimately it's yeah like I said not a bad film. No. Um, there's moments that we'll talk about in spoilers which yeah. are, are weak writing, but you don't expect much more from a superhero film. That's and, right. and and the ending in particular just was almost slap your forehead sort of styles for me at the very least. So look, it's a little bit of a kids film. I don't know what the rating on this is. That'll be PG thirteen, right? In America, okay. right so now. As and here I'll probably be I imagine probably PG. Although they would, yeah, that was one of the funny moments. They almost say motherfucker at yeah, one no, point. Yeah, they cut it off, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, Because given that the most of the cast in their alter egos are kids, this is kind of kids-ish films. So you're going to have moments, of teachable moments. Well, the youngest of the kids now is, what, 13 or 14? So it's more a teenager, it's a young adult feel, if you want to look at it from that through that lens. Yeah, but this is for kids. Like, this show is for kids. Mm, you reckon? I don't reckon it's for 10-year-olds like my daughter. Do you do you have apprehension about showing it to her? No, she's just shown interest because she saw the trials and wants to see. Yeah, but do you it. have apprehension about showing no, it? No, the first one has that pretty scary scene when the monsters all rip everyone apart inside the boardroom. Do you remember that? Yes. So that's why I never thought she. Well, four years ago, no way she was going to watch it. Now it's like, all right, have at it. Just be aware there's a scene here you might want to cover your eyes for, and she'll be fine. Wow. This one's not as scary right. as that one was. So much to being a parent. Um. So <laughs> the yeah okay. So I think though that. No, we'll have to wait for spoilers on that one as well. All right, that's enough. Okay. I think basically got the sense of we're, we're middling on it. It's not bad. It's got some really average things to it and a couple of really poor moments, I think, too. But overall, it kind of breezed by. It's not a bad time at the movies. It's certainly not the best film in the DCEU and it's not going to blow your socks off. But if you're already invested and you want to be, I guess, maybe a little bit of an inkling on what they're sort of thinking for the future and Peter Saffron, what he inkling can do. for sure. Then check, check this one out. And we always forget to say this. There are two end credit sequences. Yeah, we can't so talk about it till spoilers. No, no, no. But I'll just say there's two. Okay? One mid, one end. We had to look that shit up and weren't quite sure. <laughs> well, we stayed till the end and we saw them. So That's right. But we'll talk about them in spoilers, which we'll get to right now. You can't handle the truth. Uh, and the truth is that, well, the DCU's released another film. <laughs> <laughs> look, to be fair, like you said, this is, this is still the old guard. Because of the content. Yeah, well, this started being filmed in 2000, May 2021, according to Wikipedia. Saffron mm-hmm. and Gunn were appointed at the end of last year. So this was in the can. Maybe not the can. It was shot. It was going through post-production, maybe finishing up by the time they came. So this was already done. Do you think, Paul, there were any reshoots on this one? Mm, maybe in terms of the end credit sequences. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. The end credit sequence to me was a reshoot because... You know, James Gunn's wife's in one of them. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so Peacemaker is, to be fair, Peacemaker is one of the best things that DC oh, yeah, did, sure. ever did, right? So, so that should continue as a property, if, and it looks like it's about to. But then uh, the, the end credit scene is, of course, we can talk about it now. Mm-hmm. What's her name? His wife, the hot woman. Yeah, um, can't remember her name can't either. Can't remember her name either. And then the blonde dude, woman and the, and the and big the, dude. The fat dude with the, yeah, yep. yeah. Part they, of Man of Waller's team. That's right. They basically uh, happen upon Shazam. Oh, no, I happened upon him. You missed it. You went to the toilet. They're oh, looking yeah. for him. They're going to meet him. Ah, okay. And basically, they're looking to recruit him. And there's a nice, funny gag about Justice League versus Justice Society. So that's not too bad. And then the second end credit scene is something that I had no idea about to do with Mark Strong. Anyway. Yeah, the second end credit scene was. At the end of the first film when he's in prison or whatever, he hears a voice and it, and the character's name apparently 
is Mr. Mind. Yeah, Mr. Mind, and it is a caterpillar that can talk. Yeah, telepathic caterpillar who's got evil plans, who runs some kind of villain society called the Monster Something Something Something. Right. So he's trying to recruit Mark Strom's character, whatever he was in the first one. So we see him again because he's still in prison. He's like, I've been waiting two years, which implies only been two years since the first one, not four in real time. But Mm. okay, so we're setting up for these two to come back into, I guess, a third film, which would you put that in there? Would you not have cut it if you had zero intention of coming back to these characters as part of the new regime? Because that could have happened. It wasn't like... Oh, no, was Shazam's camp. coming back, bro. Clearly. Like, you know, he might turn up in Peacemaker for all I know. You know what I mean? But like, I think... Well, apparently he's going to turn up as part of the Justice Society. We saw how good that introduction was in fucking Black Adam. Justice Society is Hawkman, Pierce Brosnan. Well, so he's dead. The farm. Yep. yep. And then like two other cunts. So that's that, right? So I don't know what's going on there. Well, they've obviously got plans. We'll see it as it all comes to fruition. All right, now drop some spoilers, Paul. Well, Tell me spoilers, about your shit. I think there was a couple of just really weak, weak writing moments. Like the, the purple girl likes unicorns, so it turns out all monsters are frightened of unicorns. All right. And then she just walks off and manages to find unicorns. I'm like, well, that's interesting. And then they like Skittles and it was yep. charging her. So she threw Skittles and obviously Skittles is a sponsor. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, in fact, they gave us Skittles at the advanced screening. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's true. I didn't even um, put those two together. Yeah. So um, so that again, yeah, that was like, you know, I, I, the idea that unicorns are the most feared of all beasts. That was a funny little beat. Uh, cool. But then the fact that they'll just do anything for Skittles is less good. <laughs> yeah, look, I didn't even mind that. Especially like the shot where it's super slow mode and the Skittles are you know coming towards the yeah, thing. Was, and it's it was, about it to skewer good. them. That was, that was all fine. The lack of reaction from all the other characters around this little girl was less fine because, like, oh, it's this close now, and she—it's too late. You're about to be skewered, all of you. Yeah, and then the hot girl was behind her holding yeah. her as well, so she would have gotten skewered as well. Yeah. No one's going to. Yeah. Anyway, point being that then we can see the budget limitations here because we get one scene of them charging down the road, all riding unicorns to herald to, to basically shepherd all the monsters who are cut part of the garden that's come from the sea, which Lucy Liu's character has planted. And yes. taken over Philadelphia in a, a plot development which borrows very heavily from Stephen King's the un, dome? Under the Dome. Under the Dome? Yeah. So, really? Because suddenly Philadelphia is in a dome in this really weak kind of yeah. sort of moment. So the dome thing, I'm like... Uh, don't, uh, let me just finish this. Please. So they're running around and they're, so they're shepherding the, mo- the minotaurs and the, the manticores and the cyclops. Basilisks looking and things. The, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, I I think that's a manticore, but is I could it? be wrong. I, no, you know more Anyway, so... Like, Shepherding them all somewhere so they're not killing all the people in this domed off part of Philadelphia. Yeah. But we just see that for like one shot and one Cyclops, I think, gets skewered. And then we just don't see them again. We just see them right there when they're all fading away after the, the end climactic battle. And I'm like, what? CGI's <laughs> <laughs> expensive, Paul. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can, that's where I went, oh, this is, that's the one where I went, oh, we can really tell that, that they were cutting back corners on this one. Well, is the idea not, though, that because they had mounted up on unicorns, they went and fucked up a lot of them, and then they came to the edge of the dome to have the little chat with Shazam, and they'd killed a lot of them by then? No, no, no. I didn't have the chat with Shazam until after they'd all disappeared and been, and been turned to, to leaves. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we just <laughs> we just went from them attacking, and we get the gist. I get it. Well, then we moved. To it just would have been nice to see a bit more of that because it was such a big build up, and we spent so much time getting to it. And then we just get one shot, basically, or a couple of shots of them riding down the road. So I thought it was a bit shit. Then the bit that really fucking annoyed me, Wayne, yes. is oh, all right. There's, there's lots of dumb moments, like when Shazam's got the staff again, and the staff can turn his mates and himself. Suck the power of the gods out of them and give it back to them again. Yeah, and, he and he's just got his mate. What was his name? Jerry. Uh, Freddie. Freddie and Freddie's love interest. The god. The, the god. Female god. And he could have just shot them both with it, 
and got them to come help him. And so he just flies off again. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, now, yes, absolutely. But like, uh, can have we established that Shazam knows how to use the staff? Well, he just knows to say Shazam. he's never done it before, right? Yeah. So maybe he didn't know how to do it. I'm just saying. Well, surely the other god who they were passing around or firing at no problem at all could have said to him, hey, do you want some help? If yeah. that's really the case. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So that was a weak moment. Yep. And I, I, I acknowledge that to you. We get the climactic battle. Shazam sacrificed himself to save his family because he realizes this is a good message. You can't hang on to everything and be in control of everything. You've got to let go Absolutely. and give people their freedom and, and to breathe. And, you know, they'll still love you. If you love something instead of free if it comes back. It's meant to be type mm-hmm. stuff. Sting. That's all fine. He dies. Lucy Liu gets defeated. The dragon gets defeated. Dragon looked fucking great, especially when it first revealed in the middle of his labyrinth. I thought yeah. that special. I thought the CGI was fine for was really good. Any time Lucy Liu's on the back of the dragon looked like fucking ass. Oh, really? Yeah, that sort of shot up to her as she's sitting there and it's like you can tell that's all composited together oh that's weak really that's really weak I to could, me oh yeah, I was just like Lucy, I don't know I didn't like Lucy Liu here um, I had no problem with her I'm saying that's that shot repeated anyone sitting on the dragon looked bad is what I'm saying yeah I don't know the thing about that was all of the rules are a bit weird it's like so they're in their god, like Helen Mirren yeah. and all that. The rules get they, made up as they go along. Yeah and it's like oh then there's this dragon on the bottom there's a pit on the bottom oh it turns out I control the dragon mm-hmm. but only her yeah, why? When yeah, that, why, when why, that why does she get to kill Heron yeah. Mirren with the dragon? Because what? That's her pet? I don't know. Because she was holding the staff? It's, oh, no, it's nah, not clear. That's, not bullshit. Clear. that's bullshit. And yeah. also, the, the, the relationship between the sisters, right? I thought they were going to do a thing where they acted like sisters and they were kind of get jealous of each other or something like that. That would have been that would have interested me. What actually happened was the fact that Lucy Lucas kills Helen Heron Mirren after obeying her for the whole movie. And well, presumably not really. Though. You definitely see the seeds of it. Yeah, but just kill her and then like, oh shit. And then it's like, yeah, let's fuck up my little sister sister as well. I'm like, yo, she's a bitch. But also, I don't know. It didn't seem like it rang true to me. No, it definitely was a surprise. And not, oh, that was her own kind of way. I was like, what? Yeah, it's like, okay. Were you all supposed to avenge your dad and now you want to kill your sister? I don't know, man. Like, it's a bit weird. Yeah. (laughs) All these powers are very kind of suit the plot moments. Like, oh, I can make a dome. That's the problem with it. It's a very convenient right. Yes. And so I'm sitting there going... But you're not, again, I get it, you're not really going to a superhero film to be, you know, watching this dramatic Oscar-winning film. But here's the thing, though. If the plot has too many holes, then uh, all the action I don't know the if world... they're plot, holes, they're just really convenient. That's the it. plot it's conveniences. Plot armor. Yeah, so, th- well, that's the thing, though. So, like, if you, even as spectacular as your CGI is, if your story isn't satisfying, then yep. it affects the whole film. Agreed. So that's why. And we get to the end. He sacrifices himself. He dies. They bury him. And there was this really shit moment early in the film. Really <laughs> shit where he's dreaming about Wonder Woman and they won't show her. And then there was a good comic reveal where the wizard takes over her face in his dream to give him a warning. And I'm like, God, that can't. If that's all we're supposed to see of Wonder Woman, that is the cheapest, shittest thing Do ever. Do you know what? For that moment, I was sitting there going, oh, they're not showing... Just like just like Superman, they yes. weren't showing his face, right? So I'm like, oh, I think that was actually a good suckering because it's like, oh, we can show any of the... And then, you know, Wonder Woman... Yeah, Wonder Woman turns up at the end because... And at the end, it's actually Gal Gadot, and, and once but again, they sweep up. And once again, another great convenient plot device. We haven't... Sta- it's, well, the staff's dead now. It would take a god to re to reignite it. <laughs> and they're all gone. This, this They're all dead, he says, pointing at Billy's grave. <laughs> Then she steps around that corner and goes, not all or whatever she is. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Well, first of all, she's a demigod. Yeah, but still, apparently she can reignite the staff. Staff's now got all the powers again. And so, and of course, it enlivens the world where they buried Billy and Billy punches his way out of the ground. None the worse. And he says, he says a lot of dollar, which maybe 
audibly groan. Right. He says, I've missed you guys so much. No, you haven't. You've been dead for about a half a sec. In your world, dead. You just woke up again. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in, if he had said, I was in the afterlife and I was living my best life, then it would have made sense. He just says, I was dead. Maybe he's talking about during the fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. I think the bigger issue here is that so they're just cheap. There's cheap in another. Di- like, stop killing people off just to bring them back. Okay, so obviously Paul's going to have a problem with that. At no time did I think they were killing Shazam. No, At but no neither, time. Neither, well, I did a little bit because I thought, oh, maybe they really are resetting everything in the DCU. That would be cool. It's just like Ant Man. If they killed him, that would have been like, holy shit. Like, there would have been a note. I, I read think it somewhere, been- and I don't remember where, so I can't give due credit that. Yeah. Vindication! And I know exactly. Oh, how- sorry, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to need to beep all that out because you're not here. You might not have seen Quantumania yet. So. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. I reckon that ending, they shot it. It didn't test well. They went with the good ending. Good That's what happened. Um, so this one's like, eh, fucking all right, whatever. Like, I just don't believe anymore when they kill anyone off in any fucking superhero film. So therefore, there are no stakes because you know that ultimately everyone's going to be all right with the possible exception of a couple of the deaths in well, now. Avengers Endgame. But even then, it's like, well, somehow we still found a way to bring fucking Gamora back into Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And that's why you Ugh. should be happy that young James is at the helm, Paul, because I don't know if you saw Su- The Suicide Squad, yeah. but they just killed everyone. Well, Almost a lot of cunts, yes. especially Captain Boomerang, who although, really was the worst character ever. Although one of them, they did, that was great. One of them that they did kill comes back for his own TV series. So, you know, even in James Gunn's world, there's ways of coming back. Yeah, but it was so good, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not lucky. Peacemaker was great. So, yeah, there's my, my serious qualms. As you say, it's very expeditions, very plot convenient, and therefore it's never going to be a great film because, yeah, like you say, the bits that are supposed to strike home never really did. Here's what I think. You're going to bring your daughter to see it, right? Mm, it may be, right? God, I better have to sit through it again. Yeah. Is, is there a thing where you can just kind of no. bribe her mother? Okay. Um, so- <laughs> oh, well, if they watch it together, they like it. Maybe they'll go, but yeah. I think if she likes it, we'll know if this thing's going to go okay. Because I don't think it's for us. I think it's for kids. Yeah. I, it's a I little, think, fr- it's a both. It's, both. it's a, like a Pixar a point. Film. No, they, they don't release superhero films just for kids. They don't make enough money if that's the case. Mm. These are family films and they're meant to appeal to the geeks and the nerds that are parents as well. The comic book people out there. Yeah, okay. All right. No, okay. I, I'm on board. Look, again, like you said, middling. I think uh, my rating for this film is 58. <laughs> That's exactly what I rated. <laughs> really? In my head. Yeah. I just don't think it would stand up to a second viewing though. So I want to be really clear. About that. Like no, it's, because it's... it's, it's like it's, I said, better than Quantum Pania, <laughs> but that ain't saying much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, look, let's, what's the next one? What's the next DC? Don't know. It's got to be Flash, right? Oh, Flash. Of course. You saw a trailer for it. Okay. So that, there's expectations, all right? This there year, is, There whatever, is from you. That over there, me. I'm shitting my pants. And you know what? I'm, call of the century. Well, maybe not. Batman, Michael Keaton, probably going to die in the Flash. I reckon. I reckon they go and dust him. Because like... Well, just a, he's not going to be an ongoing force in it, is he? He's just going to appear and disappear in one yeah, way or like another. Yeah, but that would be like, holy shit, the gravity of that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, it's 89 Batman. Surely this, That's my Batman, Paul. Surely that film ends with a resetting of the universe. Yeah, but I think Batman's going to buy the farm to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is me failing to care. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. All right, fine. Let's see. Let's see. You and, you and buddy Justin from Epic Film Guys can go and no, no. start a support group. He's on a whole different <laughs> okay? When you've got like things in your house and like videos and stuff, that's some hipster shit right there. All right. All right. Well, that's our review of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. <laughs> Didn't even get a chance. Oh, look, there's an exclamation point. I'm just reading as it's I know, meant to dickhead. Be. I know what you're doing. <laughs> 
Didn't even need to use the soundboard today because we're pretty much in lockstep for the most Thankfully. part. Just other than the ridiculousness of stop killing major characters and then expecting us to buy it then bringing them back miraculously. It's fine as long as the whole movie is good, which it kind of... <laughs> <you know. laughs> which it sort of almost possibly could have been. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let us know what you thought. Once you've got a chance to see this one, you can do so via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at The Countdown PC. Check out our, our website, thecountdownpodcast.com for all our links to our Patreon and all the other socials and merchandise and all that stuff. And the Facebook list community links in the show notes if you'd like to join in discussion around such things. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. <laughs> James Gunn, make this whole thing better. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya. Shazam! <laughs> Shit.